Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, professional scrum trainers, Ryan Ripley and Todd Miller back at you with another Your Daily Scrum, the daily podcast and YouTube channel show that hopefully helps you, the scrum master or your scrum teams, do a little bit better today. And so, Todd, we had another question come in. Uh, this one happened during one of our PSM courses, our professional Scrum Master courses. We get this question a lot. What is the right sprint length? Mm -hmm. I always love these questions because you see what is the right sprint length, right? Right. And <clears throat> there really isn't ever a right for everything, right? Is there? You know, the, the Scrum is a framework. We talk about that a lot. And uh, there's very few pieces that <clears throat> that are clearly defined and the rest is really for teams to discover and learn mm -hmm. uh but let's uh let's have uh, let's help out here we can yeah it, we could say it depends and, and hit the end record but let's go <laughs> a little deeper right first of all i want to point the the viewers here there is a video in our youtube channel called what is a sprint that could be helpful so if you're new to scrum and you're trying to figure all this out maybe watching what is a sprint could be helpful after this we'll make sure there's a link at the end but let's start with the scrum guide todd let's start with uh what uh what we know to be true and so let's go there. So sprints are the heartbeat of Scrum, so where ideas are turned into value. They are fixed length events of one month or less to, cre to create consistency. Mm -hmm. So we can pull from this a little bit. They're fixed length events of one month or less, mm -hmm. and we're trying to create consistency. So when we pick a sprint length, what I'm learning here is from the Scrum Guide directly is we want to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to pick a length that we could do indefinitely. It's kind of that Sprinting indefinitely, that sustainable pace. That's what I'm pulling from there, along with we're not to exceed a month. What do you see here? Yeah, <clears throat> so that could, that, I, I'm seeing the same thing you're seeing with that word consistency, 
because I have been in circumstances where I've been a scrum master and the sprint length has changed. And it is quite disruptive to a team. Um, and not, we, we changed it because of results of a retrospective in this one circumstance I'm thinking of and shortened it. Uh, and we're going to get into some reasons why you might shorten a sprint length uh, here in a bit. You know, something else that I'm seeing here, Todd, is, uh, is this idea that it's a heartbeat. So this is a cadence, right? This is a uh, this is setting the tone, setting the pace for our work. And so there's things to think about with heartbeats, right? If we have this longer horizon, if it's too long, uh, the sprint goal may become invalid, complexity may rise, and risk may increase. So again, this is right from the Scrum Guide that's telling us about the dangers of having too long of a sprint, right? Our sprint goal could be in jeopardy. Uh, complexity may rise. Risk may increase. You know, those are certainly things we want to avoid. Yeah, and you know, remembering this word complexity in here, right? We learn about doing the work when we're doing the work. So as the work emerges, we learn some things. And uh, as we learn things, maybe the sprint goal becomes invalid because it's too long of a, a time horizon, right? Or right. I, I don't know, I just think of complex work, right? We, we don't know what we don't know in the complex domain of work. So we learn by doing. And when you're learning by doing, if you don't give opportunities to inspect, and have conversations because of a longer time horizon, um, risk rises, right? Well, and I think that's why the Scrum Guide nudges teams towards shorter sprints, right? Mm -hmm. So shorter sprints can be employed to generate more learning cycles and limit risk of cost and effort to a smaller time frame. And I mm -hmm. think that's you know all of the things that you just said there, Todd. I think this is why the Scrum Guide pushes thing pushes the the idea towards shorter sprints and uh, and tries to give that guidance really cleanly. Yeah, and you know immediately where my brain is going here, right, is the accountability of a product owner, right? The accountability of a product owner is to maximize the value, maximize value. And uh, and a shorter sprint actually limits risk. It limits risk that um, you're going too far away from your stakeholders without getting any feedback, right? And if if you're, uh, if you're if you want to limit risk, um, have a shorter sprint length, have a shorter sprint length, right? And, that, and it also says cost here too. Product owner, I think immediately accountability, I think about cost, right? So risk and cost is something that kind of falls in, in your court as a product owner, I'm speaking to, to, uh, to specifically to product owners. But um, yeah, I keep thinking that. What do you think about that, Ryan? You know, I think it comes down to the scrum value mm. of focus, Todd. Yeah. I, I yeah. think this is one of those areas where uh, as a as a scrum team, and perhaps pull some stakeholders into this conversation as well. I'm not sure it's just the scrum team that decides this, but you know, how long can as can the team stay focused on a problem, right? How volatile is the marketplace, right? How long is too long to go without feedback from our customers? You know, what's the risk? What's the cost? What's the what are we what are we what are we jeopardizing by going too long? Is it risky to be to 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 go too short, right? What if we what if you know we can't do anything meaningful in a week or in two weeks? And so these are the questions we're doing. The bottom line here for me, Todd, is that this is a planning horizon. There's no right or wrong sprint length, right? Just because there's some blog post on the internet that says two weeks is the right length, you can ignore that, everybody. Look, this is a planning horizon. We're trying to create focus. We want teams to be able to deliver. Uh, and those are the considerations that we would have. So sit down with your teams, figure out what that heartbeat, what that cadence could be. Uh, give it a shot, try some things out, but land on one that you can be um, consistent with, right? We're trying to build that consistency, that heartbeat, that cadence, and uh, go forth and do good things. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, this is another Your Daily Scrum. We hope it helps. Send us your questions. Ryan at AgileForHumans.com. Todd at AgileForHumans.com. Uh, send your questions in. Let us know what's what you're struggling with with Scrum, and you might see your question on a future episode. We like hard questions, right? Send us the hard ones. <laughs> All right. That's another episode. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.